Hi, welcome to the Charlotte Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message and that it both encourages and inspires you. So, friends, I start off by asking you, why did you come this morning? Why did you come? Was the ads the last couple of weeks about us coming, was that good? Is that the reason why you're here? Did you decide this morning at 20 past 8 that you're going to be in church at 9.30? Did you, were you kicked out of bed? Were you asked, I need a lift to church? And that's the reason why you're here. Are you here because there's a nice girl? Are you here because there's a nice guy? Why did you come to church today? And I'm serious about it. Because as Christians, we've got the tendency to, <clears throat> to form traditions. To, to, to get into habits. Habits of this is what we do on a Sunday morning. This is what we do. We get up Sunday morning after having a late night Saturday or early morning Sunday. And then we go to church. We, we try to stay awake in church. Because it's normally about an hour, hour and a half. I'm old school. We, we worship for two hours. Amen? <clears throat> and then we go over to the Word. And we trust God for lunch. And we have Bible study after. Now, the Bible says there's a place and a time for everything. Hallelujah. This morning we came to worship the Lord. Thank you to the worship team, Kim, and your team. That was really, I really was blessed with that. I really was blessed with that. <clears throat> we will get to that time that we, we really teach them how to, to flow, Kim. Would you, would you be able to help us teach them how to flow? Because I feel if you, if you flow in the Holy Spirit, that's when you're opening doors for the Holy Spirit to come in. If I come and I... I know I'm on a date right now, my first date, and I'm nervous as hell. But you know what? If I come in like that and she doesn't know me being like that, she's not going to say, yes, I'm going with you. The Bible says he's a gentleman. He comes and he knocks on the door. If you open the door, he comes in. Hallelujah. There's a, there's a familiarity. There's something about knowing each other. If you come to church and you, you're like, oh yes, mm, can this just be over? Nothing is going to happen. You're going to go out the same way you came in. Hallelujah. Now I ask the question, why did you come? Friends, I can stay here forever, but I was asked to preach 25 minutes. So I'm going to try and stick to 24 I want to speak this morning on, on Jacob. Anybody knows Jacob, my cousin? Cousin Jacob? Oh, you know him? Okay. And Jacob um, had a brother. We all have a brother, that one that we don't speak about. We have a brother. And Jacob and Esau had issues. Who, who's got issues with their family? Come on, be honest. Thank you for your honesty. We in church. We all have that issues. But you know what? 
we are children of God. And even children of God has issues. Amen. But this morning, I just want to take you from Genesis, the book of Genesis 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 1, to Genesis 32, um, verse... That's how we do it. We... All right. I was given the look. So I will take you from chapter 27, where, where Jacob's father... What was Jacob's father's name again? Um, Jacob had a father. Uh, oh, there is people that does read the Bible. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Isaac blesses Jacob. And his brother isn't there. And Isaac says to Jacob, this is chapter 27. I'm going to take you quick crash course into that. Because I'm actually preaching from verse 32. Uh, chapter 32. And to verse 20, uh, chapter 27 says that uh, uh, Isaac blesses Jacob. Jacob runs away. And then Jacob gets involved with with. with People there on the other side, his uncle, his father sends him. Now remember, Isaac was, who's, 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 who was Isaac's father? Abraham. Now, Abraham, <laughs> Abraham blesses Isaac, Isaac blesses Jacob. Jacob gets sent to his uncle Laban. Esau is chasing him. And you know what happens? At the end of the day, it's a matter of when God speaks to you, you do. When that blessing came over Jacob, Jacob did what he was told. Friends, this morning, if I could put a title to my message, I want to say, do not let your affirmities, do not let your struggles, do not let your, the fact that your hip is out of joint, Keep you from the blessing of God. <laughs> For Jacob, I mean, I'm in chapter 32 already. Did you miss all that others? I'm in chapter 32. Uh, For Jacob, that became his norm. Now, we all know cousin Jacob. What did he say in verse 20, 26 there of chapter 32? What did Jacob say when he was battling with the angel? Whoa, we haven't heard that one before. Say it, say it, man. Somebody said it here. I will not leave you until you bless me. I will not leave you until you bless me. That is, in, I'm in chapter 32 already. There was a process there. Uh, he tried to marry the one sister. He got the other sister. That was 29 I was there. Where were you? Sometimes we got to get to that space where God is busy and join him there. <laughs> Many of us sit in church for years, but we're not in the space where God is busy. We're still, we're still wondering what happened in 27. We're still wondering what happened in chapter 28. And God is in chapter 32 already. How long have you been part of this congregation? A while, right? Amen? And friends, I believe that the Holy Spirit is present. You just got to just loosen up. Just release. And allow the Spirit to take over. And, that's, and you'll see, you'll start, you'll start flowing like that. 
that, that, that hips, that joints, that knee, that pain, it, it will go. It needs to go. This morning, I just want to read a couple of verses there from, from verse 32 so that I don't lose my, myself because I can lose myself very easily. And he arose in chapter, in chapter 32, verse 22, and he arose that night and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his 11 sons, and crossed over the Jabbok. Over the Jabbok. He took them, sent them over the brook, and set over what he had. Sent over what he had. Listen to verse 24. Then Jacob was alone. Then Jacob was alone. Friends, many of us are so busy with life, we try to hear God. <laughs> we try to be busy with the things of God. Sometimes we get so busy that we actually forget about God. God will take you to that place and I'm speaking from experience here that he will take you out of society. He will take you out of your family. He will take you out of your community so that he can get you alone. In a couple of weeks, a couple of months time, I'll most probably share my whole story with you. But this morning, I just want to say to you, God had taken me out of society, out of community, out of church, out of family for 18 months for him to be alone with me. And only when you're alone with God do you start understanding your relationship with God. Jacob was alone. Now when last have you been alone with God? When last have you just spent time with God? And I'm not speaking of hyper-spiritual people. I'm speaking of normal people in the, that, you know, we've got businesses, we work for people, we do things. My friend, I tell you, you need to claim the time to be alone, alone with God. The Bible says to me here, Jacob was alone. And in that time with, alone time with God, that's when things start happening. That's when things start happening and you know you can only see when he stepped out. When he came out of that alone time, what really happened? What's the first thing that, that my family, and I'm, I'm not asking them, what do you think now, can I just, can you see me? Can you see me? Now, can you see that I'm a bit darker skinned? Can, can you see that? Now the first thing, after being away from my family, away from community, away from everything, what is the first thing? Now, the Africans would understand this. Come on now. Uh, what is the first thing that the family would notice when I came out, when I came back? Say it. My color was different. You can say it. It's not racist, man. Because I was hiding, I was in the closet, I was in my room, I was, your color is different, I'm going down to, and you know what, when you spend time with God, you change, your color changes, I'm going further down, I'm going further down, listen to this, listen to this, 
verse 24, and then he says, he was alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint. Aina! As he wrestled with him, and he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, this is Jacob's, Jacob, sorry. I will not let you go unless you bless me. Verse 27 says, so he said to him, what is your name? He did not just change his color, he changed his name. <laughs> now I just want to, before I get overly, I just want to take one step back. Jacob was wrestling with, with, the, with the angel. <laughs> and he wrestles. And how many of us are in a wrestling match right now? Through life. How many of us are struggling with the situation in our life that we just can't get, seem to get the, the hang of this thing? It, every time we turn this way, it, it gets us another way. And it just doesn't want to leave us. How many of us are there right now? How many of us are thinking, you know what? It's not worth living anymore. I want to say to you, my friends. Look who you're wrestling with. Jacob stood back. He took time out. It's because sometimes you get, when you do wrestling, you get that moment who, who knows anything about wrestling here? W-W-E-F-G-H. Anyhow. So he took time out and he, and he actually saw who he was wrestling with. Oh, you an angel. Yo, come on now. And he grabbed hold of him. And listen to this. The Bible teaches me that Jacob realized who he was wrestling with. And the angel says to him, now this is extremely important. Let me go because it is nearly daybreak. What do you think happens there in that moment between dusk and dawn? What do you think happens there? Two things. <laughs> the angel knows if the light comes on him, he dies. He dies. You can go and look it up. Jacob knows if I let this man go or this angel go, <laughs> I die. So what does Jacob do? Jacob, now put yourself in cousin Jacob's shoes here. Jacob is under pressure. Jacob is desperate. Jacob has got nothing to lose. He took a stone early and he slept on a stone. That's my wife's job. She takes a stone and sleeps on a stone anywhere. Jacob was so desperate. And he says to the angel, I know who you are. I will not leave you until you bless me. Now remember folk, the, his knuckles were starting to become white. He was holding on for dear life. When he said this to the angel, how many of us are there this morning that we're hanging on for dear life? And we sing, Lord, please, Lord, I will not let you go until you bless me. Wow. That's a form of desperation. 
That's a form of desperation. And because Jacob wasn't the only one that was desperate, remember the angel was on his clock. He knew six o'clock he needed to clock in. Oh yeah. <laughs> when that light comes up, the angel had to say, I'm home. <laughs> what does the angel turn around and do? He blesses him. He blesses him. Because God knows and you know when you ask from the bottom of your heart for God to bless you. When you ask, the Bible says to me, the effective, fervent prayer of... Um, say it like you mean it. The effective, fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. Avails much. Now, I'm going to speak a different language now. I want to say it in Afrikaans. And only six people will understand it in this auditorium. But I want to say it because somebody here needs to hear it. Bring feel to me. Brings about much. The effect of fervent prayer of the righteous brings about much. Are you ready for that? Now, I just want to stop there for a second. I know I've got like seven, seven seconds left. Um, I just want to say to you, the Bible teaches me that the angel touched Jacob. Now, did you know that was his blessing? When the angel, uh, I think the angel must have been a Springbok rugby player or south of New Zealand or something. Because only when you get tackled that hard does your hip go out of joint. And I must be honest with you, I've been there. I've had it. It is painful. It is painful, believe me. I've seen big, big, big men cry like babies because anybody want to? Volunteer for a test run? <laughs> Moses, please, please. You want to come, brother? Are you ready? I did this at one of the services many years ago, Moses. And uh, the guy that volunteered, had a, I didn't know him. I was new to the church, like I'm new to the church, and I don't know what your position is in life. And the guy that volunteered was this big German player and uh, the young lady at the back said to me no no and just to realize he was a rockman for St. Kilda and um, yeah life goes on <laughs> anyhow speaking about the joint friends Moses was blessed now pastor how can you say that was his blessing because the bible teaches me Moses had a limb thereafter oh sorry ah oh. Jacob, sorry, Jacob, thank you. My wife is there to keep me in line. Um, Jacob had a limp. And how could that be his blessing? Sometimes God's got to give you the limp to, in order to remind you that he is God. In order to remind you that, you know what? I can do all things. How many of us are making that limp, are living with that limp? But you know what? 
We're not honoring God with that limp because that limp is holding us back from being who we are. That limp is yours. That kidney stones is yours. That depression is yours. But you know what? Through that, you can serve God. Through that, you can do for God. Don't allow that to keep you back from serving and loving God, man. Oh, how are you today, sister? Oh, pastor, <laughs> my knees is... Praise God for that knees. <laughs> Praise God for that high blood pressure. Praise God for that because it's yours. It's part of life. I had cancer. I decided that I'm not going to die with cancer. I'm going to live with cancer. I put on my boots and I said to my wife, if God is going to take me, he's going to take me with my boots on. And yes, my friends had their suits ready for my funeral. Yes, they had their eulogies planned. The, the, uh, the, the place I was working for at the time, um, the, the CEO said to me, Sean, uh, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I said, say where? He said, at your funeral. I said, it's going to be a long time from now, brother. Friends, don't allow your infirmity to hold you from your blessing. Every time you step out, come on, Jacob, every time you step out and you feel that pain, step out and say, in Jesus' name, I'm going to do this. Oh, yes. I just have a feeling here this morning that there's folk sitting in this house that needs to hear this word. Don't allow that problem or situation that you have to hold you back. It's not here to determine who you are. It's here to set you free. It's your blessing. God is saying to you this morning, I want to change your name. I want to give you a new name. Because friends, that old address in chapter 28 that I read earlier, you might not have heard it, but you, 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 will go, you can go back and read it. Jacob found a place and the ladder came down. And you know what? He found a place and he was tired. And he, he took a, a rock and he laid on that rock. And he fell asleep. And this is what transpired there. It's a matter of where you are, there God is. Where you are, there God is. God knows what you need. God knows how you operate. God knows your name. That when Jacob woke up, he realized this is a, the presence of God. He put a little stone there, but he didn't stay there. He moved on. He moved on. And remember, when you move on, not everybody's going to be excited about you moving on. <laughs> There's people that once you, when people cry at a funeral, it's not always for the person that died, it's for them. I'm going to miss Peter. I'm going to miss Joan. Oh yes, Lord, what am I going to do without them? What am I going to do without them? That's the question normally. Friends, I want to say to you, when God is busy with you, you've got to leave that stone there. He blessed you there. And let's move on. Let's move on. He wants to give you a new address. And he wants to give you a new name. And that infirmity that you have, is yours. Just live with it. Just live with it. I've got a situation in my family, not a situation, 
but I, I, I can't remember what they call it, but my family's skin turns white. They've got this on their... A what? It's that. It's that. It turns white, and there's a lot of people that has that. In the, I've see, I'm sure you've seen people like that. And you know what? My sister, my sister had, my aunt has, my cousins have. And I always wondered, my uncles had, I always wondered, how do they feel? And the one day I sat with my uncle James and I said to him, what, 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 how do you feel about it? He says, it doesn't change who I am. My infirmity doesn't change who I am. Your limp doesn't make you. It gives you access. Because when you're limping or you're in a wheelchair, they give you a ramp to come up. I, I had broken knees of, of playing rugby. I, I get to a place and I've got my crutches and everybody feels sorry for you. And what do they do? They take you out of the line. Come, sir. Come, come this way. You don't have to stand in the line. It gives you access. When, when you're bowing before the Lord and you know what? Oh, my knees is hurting and you bow before the Lord. It gives you access. Let that prayer come through first. I want to stop there. Friends, I want to ask you this morning. Are you ready to be anointed by God? You're asking for the blessing. You're asking for the blessing, but you're not desperate. There's no white knuckles coming through yet of your desperation for what, what you need of God. That that you think you need is actually your wants. The Bible says, I will supply all your according to my riches in glory. Hallelujah. Now friends, I want us just to, to take a moment. I'm going to ask, where's the, my, our team here? I just want to take a moment here and allow you to think, what is it that, that's holding you back this morning? What does your infirmity look like? Some of us has actually got a name for our infirmity. Did you know that? Did you know that? I asked this auntie, what is, it, what is it that you have? She calls out a name that if my dog got that name in, he dies. That's how bad the name was. It's like fibro, my, my something, mother's cousin, whoever. That's what the name of this infirmity was. She knew it by name. I want to say to you, at the foot of the cross, we come and we lay our infirmities down. It's yours for the laying down today. Are you saying, Lord, I'm done. I'm going to live with my infirmity. I'm, 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 it's not going to hold me back anymore. I'm going to step up and I'm going to step out. Pastor prayed for, for, for people this morning. Can, can I extend an invitation? I want to extend an invitation this morning. Your infirmity has been holding you back. I want to pray this morning for your infirmity. Do you want to step out? I'm just going to ask that we just, if you can't step out, if you can't come here, just stand up. I want to pray with you and I'm going to ask pastor to come and join. Just to pray with you this morning. If you're saying, Lord, I'm struggling in my marriage. Father, I'm struggling in my finance. This is infirmities, Lord. I'm struggling with my health. I'm struggling with my depression. I'm struggling with the... 
you name it and God wants to release you this morning he wants you to to walk with that limp so every time somebody asks you why are you limping you say because God is good amen you just want to stand there where you are I'm going to ask the rest of the church just to bow their heads you stand where you are thank you thank you for standing thank you thank you for standing this morning if you want to step out even better praise God for that but I want to pray for you this morning I want to pray that our infirmities does not become our crutches that we lean on our infirmity to hold us back our infirmities becomes our release our infirmities becomes our access I am a Thank you for joining our podcast. We hope you were blessed by today's message. You can connect with us at shilohchurch.com.au.